Welcome to the Thoughtcast, a bonus podcast from the guys at This Week in MTG. Um, obviously, Thoughtcast stuff. We should <laughs> see. See, Christian also says, "Leave it closed." F you, Big G. <laughs> How about this? I will give you three packs, Christian, out of this. He can't give you shit out of that because that ain't his. <laughs> possession is nine-tenths the law here in the U.S. And currently I possess the And box. you have no proof of purchase. And you're in my house. I do have proof of purchase. Do you have proof of purchase? There's, there's do you, receipts. Do you, do there's you receipts. have proof of purchase? I that. do have proof of purchase of that. Receipts up there along with my full fucking VIP case that I got of Double The Masters. VIP case is different than this. Yeah, but it shows the double. I made it all in one purchase, sir. Let me see it. I'm not going to show it to you right That's now. That's right. You don't fucking have I it. I got it. <laughs> Fuck I bet he threw it away. I did not throw it away. I (laughs) kept it. So that way I could see how much more money this shit was from when I bought it to where it is when I sold it. All right. So Hmm. we haven't sold it yet. So. Okay. So there we go. So I should open it now so we can draft it and I can set your three packs no, aside. No, he says we'll, draft we'll, it when he gets here. And we'll, that's, so we're we'll, opening it this no, summer. No, no, no. We'll open it now and we'll set a cube up. No, and, no, yeah. no. That's what he said. He wanted to do that. Will that happen? No. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, Christian. I love you, but <laughs> it's going to stay closed. Wait, did, did Christian get his package yet? I don't know. Christian, did you get your package yet? Let's see. What has it been? About a week and a half, hasn't it? Yeah, I know. Uh, so Noma got his. Yep. Uh, Ernest got his. Who else did I mail shit to? Oh shit! Those would have been the only two. I sent. I sent out Parker Shaffle his uh, his playmat finally. Oh nice. Yeah, I haven't heard from him if he got it yet. I should probably hit him up. All right, here's your damn draft box. Just kidding. <sighs> Denied. All right, so uh, I suppose we should do the intro for the thoughtcast, shouldn't we? I didn't actually rip any of it. Calm down. This All game year. that we play, where this fucking... <laughs> I got to put that in a fucking sealed case or something. Because <laughs> the, the amount of times that both of y'all fucking jack wagons are just like, Ooh, let's take this box. Mats, let's play a game. Find the double master's box in this house before the end of the podcast. No, we'll give you a week when we hide it in the house. <laughs> if you don't find it, we're going to open it. What the fuck did you drop? Oh, nice. It's my little portable uh, amp. This thing is amazing. I love this thing. I was that kid uh, at fucking uh, college campus. Had this, my guitar bag, and I'd be sitting underneath a tree, plug this in, and I'd be fucking jamming out. <laughs> All right, so ThoughtCast. This is where we, we answer things like what-if questions, talk about certain things that have been happening lately, or just random bullshit that came into our heads. So here we go. Um We've got one that's set up for the interview with Todd Anderson, so we obviously won't do that this week. We'll do it next week. But something, because I watched the Game Nights episode from this most recent, their most recent episode, and they did a theme for this one where it was they played all new Prey Tours. So of the original five, they played the new versions of. And with Sheldon's article talking about pre-banning, um, pre-banning Elishnorn out of Commander completely, I thought about the the fun kind of question: If 
you could ban all of them but one, what would you keep unbanned? And then why would you keep that one unbanned? So, Matt, go ahead. You get to start. I'm not, I'm not the right person to ask for this. No, everyone's got to answer it. Which one, like if you had to keep one and only one, but the rest are banned, so it's basically. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lol, I'm gonna take the meme side then and just say Elish Nor just to piss the people off, <laughs> because I think all of them are perfectly fine. And the fact that the 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 online discourse of Elish Norn coming out this last week, I think, is just I don't know. It's 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 the new flavor of arguments that Magic players just have to. Know, fucking just gotta fucking have the discourse that they need to be able to thrive without being like oh yeah no nah, let's uh creatively think about this game that has answers to shit like this because there's what almost thirty thousand fucking cards shit like that so i'm gonna say elish Norn just to piss off, piss off everybody <laughs> that's All that's right. that's the praetor that i'd keep even though i'd love it for actually to be like jinkataxis but it's totally gonna be elish Norn just just to piss people off danny uh, I would have to pick one clucks. Safe bet. Mm-hmm. It's a good card. Pairs very well with Infect, too. Wasn't even thinking that, but sure. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going with Urobrask on this one. I'd keep Urobrask. Because to me, that one, out of all of them... He is, is the fairest. ...is the most fair. Yeah. Because it doesn't take anything away. It just makes... It gives the rest of the players knowledge of the other player. So instead of drawing, you exile it. You can play it for the rest of the turn. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Boring Clicks goes, hey, you know that those counters you were going to put on your creature? Yeah, you. if it's just one, you don't get none. If it's more than one, you get half of them. You know, Elish Norn is, cool, I get to double all my shit, like my ETB it triggers, but then you get nothing. Mm-hmm. And then Shieldred is the, oh, cool, you know, you're going to draw anyway. You're going to lose life for doing it, no matter what. And then... Jin. Jin is just counter, isn't it? Yeah, counter is the first instant sorcery artifact, and then you get the copy of an instance, your first instant sorcery artifact. Which, I mean, even that one's, like, not terrible. Like, I feel like... I feel like if there was a way... It seems like <coughs> two of them are balanced to the fact that they're not, like, going to, you know essentially ruin somebody's day playing against. And like Matt, you already mentioned, there are plenty of ways to get rid of all of these things. Okay? Mm-hmm. Any of them and all of them. I would say the two most problematic or eh, yeah, I'd say the two most problematic for me are your guys' choices. And it's just oh, man. yeah. And it's just because like I'm I'm a player that I love ETB effects. So like Elish Norn to me is like, fuck you. Like, yeah, there's ways to get around it, but without spoiling much from the episode itself, there were ways to get rid of it, but it couldn't happen because of ETB effects for the Elish Norn side of things. Because that is the only little bit of spoiler I'll give is they one of the decks is an Elish Norn mono white deck. And they either got a copy of it or they just did a proxy where that was the only new card in the deck. But I don't know. the, And then I like counters and stuff. And obviously we all like drawing, but there, 
there are easy ways to get rid of Shieldred. And most people, like no mod, sit and talk about it as soon as Shieldred's on the field, could fucking get rid of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, is probably going to be the same for, like, Elish Norn. But uh, the difference well, between the two is Elish Norn's got a bigger booty on her, so it's harder to get rid yeah, of her with direct seven. damage. Yeah, but that's direct damage. Okay, so the fucking thing when it comes to this kind of shit, it's like these are all effects that we have on cards previously. So not even talking about Elish Norn, let's go and look at Shieldred. You got things like Underworld Dreams. You got uh, fucking gaining... Uh, wow, what gains you life when you draw cards? I can't even think of that but like underworld dreams spiteful visions necusar all things that but, deal damage to an opponent when they draw cards and then like vorinclex you already got things like doubling season parallel lives and then like things that double the counters hardened scales that put on more and then things that reduce counters getting put on like malira uh, fucking vizier and shit like that or whatever so there's cards out there that do the things it's like just combining the two cards together to put it into one praetor and I with think that's Norn what I think of Panharmonicon so. and Torpor Orb, which arguably are some of the I don't know, like Panharmonicon is an okay card. It's an artifact, and then when it does its thing, it's like it gets destroyed. But I, th- and if I think pra- what a lot of people are having the problem with now with this cycle of the Prey Tours is the fact that it's there's a you know there's the benefit for you and the downside for the others, which there are cards that do that. Yes, you are right. The original Prey Tours even. Well, not e- not even thinking about the prey tours themselves, but there are other cards in Magic that have a pro for you and a con for your opponents. Yes, but it seems like these ones are maybe amped up a little bit to the ah, fact. Okay, I want I want to I want to fucking point out to you, Elishnorn. Look at Elishnorn, yep. Mother of Machines, yep. new. Mm-hmm. Compare her to Vorinclex, OG Vorinclex. Who would you rather go against? Honestly, I would rather go against Vorinclex. You are a dirty, filthy liar. Fucking Vorinclex makes you not untap your mana. Remember, the progression of the game you, is slowed down significantly. Who you are talking to, though. Significantly am... when your mana doesn't untap with Vorinclex. This allows you to still untap and be able to interact with it. Not the way I play, though. I was going to say, remember who you're talking to. I am the guy who likes ETB effects. Yeah, but if so, you... I have plenty of ETB effects that can get rid of original Vorinclex a lot more readily than getting rid of new Elish Norn. Yeah, but if you tap out, it's going to be a lot slower progression. Yep. And with Elish Norn, you're untapping. You can still draw. You can do a bunch of other things. Vorinclex just stops that. Jin Kataxis, OG Jin Kataxis, you have no hand. Yeah. What the fuck does it matter if you having a creature with ETB that is like, oh, I can't play my ETB creature. Or you can, and you got a body with Jin Kataxis. You cast it, it's like, oh, it's not dealing with this Jinkitax because now I don't got any cards in hand. Like, that is... though. If As long as Praetor's like uh, Jinkitaxis, fucking Vorinclex, and, I don't know, even oh, like OG Elish Norn, like, if they're still around, yep. like, I don't think Elish Norn, Mother of Machines, is a bad card. And I'm not saying it is. I'm saying if I had to choose one to keep around in the rest get banned, she is on the top of my, yep, not even thinking about it. She's on my ban list. Wow. Okay. And it's strictly because I am an ETB player. Maybe maybe this is a question we got to toss out to the listeners. Like, let this thought cast be for our listeners. When it, well, Bear is already commenting in there. He'd rather, he'd rather play against Elish a hundred times before. See, Bear. Exactly. And here's my thought process behind it. Again, I'm coming from the I am the player that I love my ETB effects 
in every deck, that's kind of like my pet card is some form of ETB. Okay? If I'm playing against Elish Norn, not everyone has the same play style that I do. Not everyone has ETB effects. It's become more common, but not everyone plays to them as much as I would say I do. Whereas, so that one affects mostly me. If I'm thinking about a general game. So, so how okay. do you feel as a but player? Then, but then Vorinclex affects everybody. It's not just me. And I'm strictly thinking of the downside for Elish Norn. Obviously, the upside for the player that plays it, yep, that's going to cause other people to go, fuck, he's getting double ETBs. Well, the plus She's side getting... for all the Praetors are doing that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think it's like the, the plus side is the thing that people are really bitching about when it comes to the to the Praetors. Like, whether the old Praetors or the new Praetors, like, I don't think anybody's bitching about that as the downside for all of them, for the opponents that yep. it puts onto them. I don't know. It's just it's that's just strictly my side of the thinking. So, it's we got yeah we got Bear saying that uh, I love my ETBs, but if you can't cast anything, I'm not having fun either way. Well, and that's the thing where it's like okay, cool. Boring, original Warren clicks is an instant. Okay, everyone's going against that person. Fuck, I have it in my mono green deck. I know as soon as I play that card, everyone's coming at me, and everyone's gonna do what they can to get. Do player removal or creature removal. Right. Which is fair for something like that. Like when you see a Vorinclex, that is fair. And, and you know, even on the on the end of like Elishnor and Mother of Machines, like people are, I feel people are just going to be like over prioritizing killing the player that puts out an Elishnor, uh, Mother of Machines over the Grand Cenobite. Like, yeah. And I, it's, and again, it's, this isn't meant to start any fights between any of us, but it's, that's just how I feel. I I would rather. Yes, I have cards that are unfair in my decks. I know that. I also don't optimize all of my decks. <clears throat> so, like we were playing, you know, playing the Aristocrats deck this weekend. Oh, do you have this card in here? Nope, I actually kept that one out. And other, and then even in like my mono red deck or. Oh, what was one? I played one of my other decks. Oh, do you have this card in here? No, I actually kept that out. And like, oh, what was my mono green deck? Speaking of that, yeah, I purposely don't have a Crater Hoof Behemoth in that deck. On purpose, I don't. Just strictly because I could get it out way too easily. So. So when it comes to you talking about what you're putting in and what you're not putting in a deck, I feel tease up one of the probably the hardest to. Uh, argue against uh, points when it comes to Elishnor and Mother of Machines. Because when uh, when Sheldon Menery put this up on the post, it's like, yeah, I guess that one's kind of hard to argue against. And that's the social like the social contract of playing for something like that. The sh- social enjoyment of having a card like Elishnor and Mother of Machines. Does the, does the gameplay for everybody uh, net negative when Elishnor is on the battlefield? Probably. I mean, the same with the, the net negative of having a Vorinclex on play. Yeah. The net negative of having, like, a Crater Hoof Behemoth where you could just easily ramp that out and just kill the board. And nobody wants to have something like that because as casual Magic players, we like to have more of a good sparring match than an overall glass cannon, dick-slapping competition and but stuff. At the, same, at the same time, yeah. think, thinking about, like, when we have Danny in our pod, I like having Danny in the pod because... I make the game go fast. And I can play more games. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to a do you want a big slug fest 
Yeah, do you, do you want to bring it back to 2012 playing seven player with me playing uh, Gideon, excelling everything and just winning? I mean, you get good stories and like that. But I'm not I'm not discrediting having janky ass games and shit like that. But just like the the it, when it, when it comes to the social construct, when it comes to something like Ellis Shore, you're going to be playing with a group of friends. Nine times out of ten, you're going to be playing with people that you're comfortable with. You're going to be playing with people at least that you know. You're not going to be playing with someone that's going to be bitching about these new cards all the time because you're not going to be like, ah, they're... I, I think Sheldon overstepped his role with his tweet. Like, he shouldn't have posted, put that out there. It's like, keep that to yourself. Keep that within the RC. If you guys as an RC group think it should not be illegal in Commander, make that banning. Don't put your personal opinion out there saying, hey, this should be banned. Aren't you in charge of the RC? If, if it if it's that strong and you guys all think the same way, ban it. I and do, we can be final. I do like that, that uh, looking at the conversation in that manner because it does bring it back to like what is, what's now becoming like the foundation of what Commander is. Mm-hmm. And that is the rule zero of it. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the ban list is there, but you don't, ha- you don't have to you don't have to adhere to it. You talk it's with a your players. You can talk with your players. Yeah. The the thing that always plays in my <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you guys, but the thing that plays in my head is in uh Pirates of the Caribbean no, one of the pirates movies. Yeah, pi- pi- Pirates of the Caribbean for Black, Where they uh, parlayed. Yeah. Where it's like they're more of guidelines. And yeah. stuff yeah. like that, and nobody follows them. Like that's that's the whole thing when it comes to commander. It's a I tabletop feel. game. It's not tournament legal. Yeah. Like you don't have this as a sanctioned event. Why are you having a hissy fit? Yeah, and that's the thing. When it comes to something like Ellis Shore, it's like, okay, you don't like it, talk with your player group. And that's exactly. like that's the the thing that that always falls down to. And when you're talking with your player group, again, I feel this falls back on like 90 percent of the time you're playing with people that you know as compared to playing with people that you don't know. And if you're playing with people that you don't know, you definitely want to be like, hey, okay, my play group, we love something like Elish Norn. We love something like Vorinclex, the original. I can't remember what the fuck that one's called, but they're OG Vorinclex and stuff. It's like, we like this. And then this person comes up with like boat travel. It's like, oh yeah, no, that's, uh, I'm not cool with that because I can't handle that kind of shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Voice of hunger. But I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, who know? I I actually kind of agree with Danny. He should have probably just Sheldon should as, as a guy with his power and his ranking in the Magic universe. He should have just shut up and not said anything. Yeah, that is a very de- very interesting. Like way that I saw is that, that like, is a very you, bad thing for someone who is high tossed, up to actually say. It's just tossed out into the ether now, and that yeah. I feel like that is definitely one of the biggest things that sparked a lot of this online discussion is because Sheldon said this card should probably be banned, and everyone's just like. Oh, Godfather Sheldon Mennery is talking about this? Yeah. And so everyone's going to be up at a tizzy, like hyper fixating on this, on like specifically the bad of this. And it's just going to bring in a bad taste to your mouth. When someone comes up for like the next six months, 12 months with an Elish Norn deck, there's going to be a bad taste and not even a person who likes Elish Norn's mouth when it's yeah. like, hey, I got Elish Norn in this deck. And you just kind of feel like, I got Elish Norn in this well, deck. Like fuck, there's just a negative just condemnation the, just already behind like, it because of this tweet was out. Just thinking too, like Mono White or even ETV Matters decks. Mm-hmm. You, it's there's a, On the ETV Matters decks, there's a strong likelihood this is going to be in it. Oh, 100%. Has to be. Yeah. So... But then you think about it, like mono white. Man, eh, mono white doesn't necessarily need it in there, but a lot of people might start throwing it in there. 
Well, this is probably going to be mono white commander. You got a lot yeah. of mono white. Automatic. Even if it's like the hidden commander, because that was something that uh, Sheldon was talking about. Like this, this is going to be a card that would be like a hidden command. Could be a hidden commander in your deck. Could be every uh, deck has a hidden deck. commander. Yeah, and this is one of those things. You can have whatever rebel deck because rebels do ETB things. Like this just doubles up on those rebel ETBs. Like right. going to the fucking like obscure yeah. of shit like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Personally, overall. I think I think we've all made it very clear on previous episodes. We are very strong proponents of the rule zero when you're like playing commander. Everybody wants to have fun. Everybody wants to play uh, nine times out of ten. I feel like a lot of people want to play more games in a night than less games in a That's night. That's why I play hogs now, basically hundred percent of the time. I do miss your riff on occasions where you just like dink slap oh, the table, you bust that shit out. You busted it out when Noah and Dylan came over and that fucking. Oh yeah, oh. I wrecked. I I wonder why Danny that Rith deck is fucking. It's it's pretty solid. It's a solid it's, six. Solid six. It not is. E- it's not even a seven. It's a solid six. It's a solid six. No mod. No mod. Listen to that. Solid six. Adds best. So yeah, I don't know. So I I suppose like you said, um, viewers, listeners, yeah, jump yeah, on yeah. our Discord. Jump into the the Thoughtcast channel. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Do whatever. Get our attention. Yell at Matt 14 times so he actually answers his phone. Uh, you, don't if, got, you don't get my phone number. <laughs> if you had to pick one of the five new Prey Tours to keep around in the rest get banned, which Four one months. are you keeping? Four which months. one? Why are you banning the rest? Which one are you keeping? Elish so. Norn, because it's just it's going to piss everybody off. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> or how about there. this? Just ban all the Predators. There we go. We're done. Perfect. Everyone's happy. Nobody. Except happy. for those who are wanting to play them, which is 99% of the community. Everybody loves the Praetors. Like, Praetors are good cards. Like, they're objectively, they are powerful they're, cards. They're, they're supposed to be powerful. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, you guys kind of took my, my wrap up. Good. In the, in the inappropriate way. Like, Perfect. Hey. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Uh, Wrap the stump before you hump. All right, cool. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. You're trying to wrap the tool here, and we're just fucking poking holes in this whole thing. That's how you get kids. Let all this fucking podcast spread into the world. Uh, Million listeners at a time. With that, I think that's a... That's it. You know what? That's a good enough ending point for the podcast. Yeah, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya.